You might be asking, what is swill? Well, we'd like to think it's the cheap stuff you breeze by in the beer aisle. Is any of it worth buying? We're Good Swill Hunting, searching for the best of the cheap stuff. We brought together an industry insider, an outsider, and a couple of normal guys to balance things out. We try the cheap stuff so you don't have to. This is Good Swill Hunting. And we are deep into the month of July, so we decided to do what else? Deep. We are deep into the month. Well, okay, we're early in the month of July, whatever. I'm deep into We're the, bottles deep. We're bottles deep already, but we're doing Wild Range Brewing Company, and it's Wild Range IPA. For a wild summer. It's going to be a wild summer, folks. It, it is a wild summer. We're in the middle of it, man. Look, I'm having a blast. It's, well, it's July 7th, so we're almost to the middle of it. Almost to uh, my birthday, which is the most important day in July. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, birthday. Let's, and we've already had Blaine's birthday, which was the Fourth, most American birthday you can Fourth have. Fourth of July. That's right. That's why you taste like freedom. That's why you taste like freedom. So listen, we're doing Wild Range today, and we just started, you know, we all had a nice Fourth of July. We got to see the fireworks. And we were just curious, what do you drink on the 4th? Do you do something special? And, you know, I know Matt does. Because Matt always has a story for everything. Matt, yeah. what, what, is something special on 4th of July for you? You know what? Back about 12, 13 years ago, I met my wife. Before she was my wife. And uh, 4th of July, her parents lived in this small town in Utah put on a really good fireworks show. So we went there Yeah, and I, uh, I took my cooler of beer at the time. Wait, I was the drinking. cooler that you talked about a couple the, episodes the blue, ago. The Same blue Ooglu, Yeah. Oh. And, uh, I went over there with my cooler full of ice house. And wait, wait, whoa, 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 fancy. whoa. What happened to the bush ice? Well, that's, this an evolu- pre- it's an evolution. This is pre bush ice. This is <laughs> mine's blown. I, ice house was my go-to for a number of years. Um, and I go to Misty's parents' house, you know, yeah. we're sitting around having a little picnic and I'm just drinking my beer and her mom goes over to her and says, how many beers has he had? Oh no. She was counting. And I was like, I don't know. I'm not keeping track of them. I mean, <laughs> It's not a scorecard. It, it is Utah, though, right? Yeah, it is Utah. They, it is a scorecard there. Utah. <laughs> and so, you know, that was my my first introduction to the parents was I drink too much beer. But the alcoholic sister-in-law loves me, loved me. Oh, that's so nice. She always used to get me, like, beer for my for Christmas. That is very nice of her. So, wait, wow. so Ice House, is that your go-to when you had the 4th of July? Well, just for old time's sake. No, no. I mean, I'm I, I stuck with bush ice for the Fourth of July. But you know, in in Utah, when they had to drive out of state to get anything hard, because the state owns the beer sales for anything like over three point two percent. Wait, anything beer? over three point two percent? Anything over three point two percent, you had to buy from the state store. Get out. Or drive 158 miles to Idaho to get it. Laws have changed since then, but he's, he's almost right, yeah. Yeah, it was 85 cents a can for Ice House at the state store in Utah. And wow. if I drove across the state line, I could get 10, 12 cases and put them in the trunk and bring them home and not oh, have to worry about beer for a while. You're doing God's work. Mm. Wow. <laughs> so, Brian. Not, don't mess with the mission yeah, here, man. I, you had a mission. What about you? Fourth of July. Did, did you do anything special? Yes, yeah, so... I come from a big family of Italian Americans right. from Youngstown, Ohio, Niles, Ohio, if anybody knows the area. Yep. And we would get together every Fourth of July at my cousin Donnie's house. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna Donnie. 
Well, like you know, that kind of dawning, or just dawning, yeah, dawning, it is like dawning. that. So the first time my wife came to meet my family, we're at a family wedding, and I said, "Hey, Shannon, I want you to meet my cousin Donnie. It's his wife Donna. It's her son Donnie." Donnie, really? Donna, and, and I said, "Hey, hey, Shannon, I want you to meet my other cousin Donnie here. This is his wife Donna. It's his son Donnie." And she goes, "You're you're messing with me." I'm like, "No, this is their names. This is their family." So every year at Fourth of July, we host a big party at my cousin Donnie's house. How Donnie Italian, or Donna's? Which Donnie one? and Donna. Do, both of them. Yeah, okay. uh, Donnie Niles and his wife Donna. Okay. Because we had Donnie, how we distinguish them, we have Donnie Niles, his wife Donna, little Donnie. We had Red Donnie out in Warren with his wife Donna uh, and I'm their son so FBI Donna. Don, uh, FBI Donnie, sorry. <laughs> we had, they had a big basketball court in the backyard. We would have uh, usually kegs of Miller Lite and we'd have a bottle of Yukon Jack. Yukon Jack. And that's my, that is me waxing ecstatic about 4th of July's. You sip your Miller Lite, you drink your Yukon Jack. You wouldn't have a Don Juan. Uh, no, we were Italian, not Mexican. Hey, come over to my house. I'll introduce you to Donnie the Red. Donnie the Red. He'll take care of you. He got some Yukon Jack. No problems anymore. All right, Blaine, what about you? Fourth of July. I mean, it's your birthday. You Do you have a what? birthday? Yeah, Fourth of July is my birthday, man. I, you know what? They're all blur. They're all so you have a good birthday every oh year. How was last I, week? Was it good? I, it's like my fourth, couple days it's ago. It's like my Fourth of July birthday. Is like starting, you know, early in the summer, and it just goes all. Yeah, summer. that's the thing about summer birthdays. Yeah. You know, it's a kind of a whole. It's a whole yeah. month. It's a lot of whole couple months. It's a lot of backyard drinking. Yeah, you know. And Did you get another Yeti cooler for your birthday? <laughs> no, this, no. <laughs> my, my memories go. That's some pesos go, right there. My, my memories go back before. Yeti coolers and you know back when the, we had the big large igloo coolers and man you just I just drink whatever whatever was there man like I just, it was a simpler time steel reserve two eleven no don't drink that don't drink simpler times that's not that's not good no, I mean I've had I've had I've had gosh all sorts of beer uh, you know rum. Pina coladas, margaritas. He ties one on, apparently. And, and dude, that was my sugar with alcohol lesson. Is it safe mm. to say the 5th of July is one of your most hated days? Yeah. Well, that's good. You know what I think about the 4th of July? The 4th of July is the most swill holiday of them all. So, without further ado, let's get into this one. We are drinking an IPA today. This one is called Wild Range. Wild Range IPA by Wild Range Brewing, 6.9%. It's a heavy one. American IPA, described as hoppy, malty, smooth, light, sweet. It's got a 3.24 score on Untapped. It has been described by people as decent but not overly impressive. This was $6.99 for a six-pack, which puts us at $0.10 and out. And, And because... We had talked so much about the Fourth of July and, and, and what a what a place in our hearts it holds with swill. Let's listen to the most American good swill advertising we've had in a long time. Drink 
all night. Good swill. All right. Oh, you've already tried it? Let's all take our first... Blasphemer? Swigs, as Blaine describes the uh, the label. Now, I will say this. The label is one of those where if you were to put it in ice, you may not be able to read this label. The label kind of goes incandescent as it yeah, like, so, gets wet. So, so the actual... Yeah. So the label's made... It's a paper label, so yeah. It, it ain't holding up to the water. Yeah. Good luck reading it. But it's a hell of a label. There's a lot to it. There's One of the coolest labels I've seen on Swill. Like they spent some say, money. Like, I mean, on, they could have spent more money on the beer itself. They're they're drawing you in. I mean, I would. Yeah, this looks like a, you, you want this as a tattoo. So we got. Without further ado, it's a guy, and he looks like a 1930s or 1920s. Like I would almost like, go 1800s. Yeah, you know what? Like a circus like a, master. Circus. I was thinking the circus freak. I, I thought he was like the ringleader. He's dressed like a performer in a circus. <laughs> yes, before absolutely. And he is holding what appears to be. Two uh, wolves. Yes. On his Either that or he's an extra in the yeah. music so, band. So he's got his arms out. He has like the lion's tamer, uh, you know, stick yes. in one hand, and he's got on either arm, on both arms, he's got a wolf. Can you and they're snarling. That? They're snarling. The first time I looked at this, it looked okay, like devil yeah, wings. I'm going to read this because this I can, is going to be can, hard. I can read it. So Wild Range Brewing Company IPA India Pale Ale. And it's got a very small writing on both sides. It says, "Don't if don't you dare miss it, Mister Wolf and his semi-trained carnivores will be at the fire pit at midnight." Okay, that's one side. Go to and the, then other, the side. other side. Is I think it's oh, okay. L- L- Lupolo, Lupolo hops, hopfen. The Hummel. The I'm in. I, I feel like I'm under magical trance right now. I'm pretty sure you just summoned the devil. I, I, I seriously like the right. And that's who brew this. <laughs> Once wild, always wild. It's, it's almost like it's. You got to read it backwards to understand it. Six point nine ABV. That's right. Six point nine percent. All right, folks. We've all cracked them open. Blaine's cracking his. All right. Let's do our first sip impressions. You said it. It's time for First Sip Impressions. This First Sip Impression is brought to you by Beer Guys Radio, the craft beer podcast and talk radio show covering the world of craft beer with interviews, news, and new brews. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Matt? Oh. Who's already drank about a third of the bottle, quarter maybe? I just call that a sip, Nancy girl. (laughs) That's not one you're... Is that a Montana sip? What is that? That's a yes. That's a that's a, a Texas two sip. No, that's a Texas two sip. What do you got? What do you like? Uh, you know, I don't hate it. It's it's all right. It's an IPA. It's got that bite. Um, I know Brian's giving me the look of betrayal, like I've just kicked his because dog. Brian's like, look, I know IPAs. Okay, yeah, IPAs. Mister Bri- Outside. Brian's gonna be the beer inside. I know IPAs, and you, sir, are no IPA. <laughs> So what's your first sip of pressure? You like it? Yeah, I mean, it's okay. I mean, obviously, it's not my first beer of the day, and nor would it be. Okay, there's, but, something, uh, there's something wrong with this IPA, and I kind of want Brian to put it into words for me. Okay, Brian, hit us with your, hit us with your best shot. So it's like caramel with cardboard dipped in it and, like, some hop oil. And I'm like, I take a sip, and I'm like, yeah, my tongue's hanging out of my mouth, and I'm like, this is... Terrible. So, so that's you, my impression. Okay. Picking up what you're putting down here, um, 
All right. I think we'll go <laughs> I think to... I think an iPad just dropped across from me. We will go to playing on this one because... Wow. The, I'm taking the one. Okay, so it's got the typical IPA, like, Thank bla- you. blast of hops up front. Okay. Yep. Granted. But then it just stops. Like, it stops after the hops up front. Like, and, you know... I, I'm 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 going back to Boson on this one, John. Boson, John's struggling. Yeah, that look is yeah. priceless. Let the plane finish. Do we need to call? Do we have no, paramedic in the house? I'm done. I think I'm done. Like it's it's Boson esque. It just hit, it hits you with. I will say there's no funky aftertaste, but there's no pleasant like flavorful aftertaste. No. Blaine, I am definitely picking up what you're putting down. Let me say this: I have actually almost finished the bottle. On first of impressions. Wow. Well, so because how, how did you do that? O- only because I'm trying to figure out what yeah, I'm, like because you're trying to like re- what am I re- past those hops up front? There's something at the back end of this that I do not quite understand. It's a, it's not quite sweet. It's a devil talk on this can on this it's bottle. It's thick. It's wild. It's almost like. Wild range. It's I, the I adrenal gland from a wild that, wolf. Is that what it is? Brian's got his notes up. Okay, so Brian's got his notes up. So we do need to know more about this brewery. So the brewery, is it Wild Range Brewing Company? No, it is a Wild Range Brewing IPA, but it is brewed by Rockwell, or no, sorry, Rockwell Brewing. But I, I do want to point out, if you find this bottle, it says Wild Range Brewing Company. Right. On the label. But if you look in the, but doing my Googles, my Google search, it shows Rockwall Brewing from Rochester, New York, it's which is New also York. in the fine print on the bottle. That you can barely read and right. get scared reading. And so if you Google Rockwall Brewing, you don't find oh my gosh, anything. I see it. This is the sneakiest beer that I've researched yet. So I, I'm going to tell you what I who I think brews it. Genesee is rumored Whoa. as the favorite. And so I want to go by three sources that I found. Okay, go on. We have Wikipedia that says in 2010, Genesee created Rock Wall Brewing to produce a high alcohol malt liquor called Dog Bite High Gravity, which we will not be reviewing. Um, Why not? And Wild Range IPA is another one of their listings. Untap links to the Genesee as well, um, along with Independence Harbor Amber Ale, which is also from Aldi, Dog Bite, and sneaky tiki cocktails. Sneaky tiki. And then just a general Google search of rock wall brewing pulls up Genesee. Now I could not find anything on Genesee's website that said rock wall was part of them, but it was kind of weird that rock wall and then on the first page of Google show Genesee. Can I say something? I yeah. have reached out to the Genesee folks several times and they I want will not cream return my emails on this so bad <laughs> what in the world I want cream don't ale they make I do a, too don't they make a cream lager yes we were just talking yeah. cream ale I'm, I'm trying to review that and they will not respond they're too good for good swell mm. well because they're corporate they're not what they used to be so, um, so bad. Genesee itself has a very long tangled history dating back to 1819 there were several ownership changes there were periods of downtime periods of uptime where they were brewing not brewing um, it is said to be one of the oldest continuously operating breweries in the U.S., but they're currently owned by FIFCO, Florida Ice and Farm Co. Florida uh, ruins everything. Hey. Ah, but they're not they're not based in Florida. They are based in Costa Rica. Ah. Florida Vida. So according to Genesee's website, 
um, that they are part of, you know, Genesee says they are part of FIFCOUSA and that they are the largest independently owned brewing company in the United States. However, mm-hmm. I fact-checked that against the Brews Association. Uh, see, that's why we call them the beer investigator. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So the Brews Association, um, they have their list of top 50 independent breweries. Yeah. Nada. Nada. Nothing. Look at that. He's even using Spanish yeah. to drive home the point. Yeah. I, I, wow. Nada. That's pretty but impressive. if you look at the, brewery, the Brewers Association's list of largest breweries in the U.S., they are number eight. Really? So they consider them to be a corporately owned brewery. You nerded out, and I appreciate you nerding out for us. And it's it's very nice of you to do that. That's what I do, man. But what what are, we we decided against doing a, a style guide because it's an IPA, and we've it's done an IPA. IPAs, and you know what to expect. Vo- that. Voodoo Ranger is where I read this should be compared against. So this is, this is comparable to Voodoo Ranger. Yeah, New Belgium which, is Voodoo Ranger. So I wonder. With the naming. Who comes up with the naming? It's like, well, we want to make something like Voodoo Ranger. Let's call it Wild, Wild Range. Range. Oh. So they even got the Jinx, range you owe me a beer. in there. Yeah. All right. We've had the beer. I've completely demolished it. And I'm curious what our last call impressions will be. It's time for last call. They've had their fill. Now they'll rate this swill. This is Last Call. Matt, let's start with you with Last Call. What do you think? Wild Range. Pretty interesting bottle. What do you think? You know, I like I like the bottle. Um, <laughs> Would you get a tattoo? <clears throat> Maybe of a wolf. <laughs> But uh, not the guy in the suit. No, that's a little oh, weird. That's a little too weird for me. But I, I would drink it again. I wouldn't. I wouldn't rate it. I'll give it a three and a quarter. Three and a quarter. Three and a quarter. Why yeah. I mean, I'm not going to trash it. I feel like Why anything not? below three, three is trashing it. Yeah. Because look, if it's a beer and it serves its purpose, I get where you're coming from. I'm a man of utility. Yes, you are. You're very. You know, that's why we have. We keep you around here. I'm the Carolina lineman. <laughs> Brian, what do you think? I'm a man who wants some flavor in his beer and good flavor, and particularly when it comes to IPA. So this, um, which you have not completely drank. No, I'm halfway, halfway through it, and I don't think I am going to finish this. If you're going through the, you're not going to finish I'm it. So no. disappointed. If you're going through the beer aisle at Aldi, where this is from, pick up Hopping Nomad, pick up Brands. Leave this to collect dust for some other schmuck to buy. It's not worth it. Yeah. One. Can I just wait? He in wants here? to intercede. You yeah. know, Brian. Brian's the guy. I'll ask a girl out on a date. Decide he doesn't like her halfway through dinner and stiff her and leave her at the table. <laughs> That's what Brian, that beer is. What's wrong with that? Uh, not a damn thing. I mean, if she's not the not, marriage, not, a, not a darn thing. You have, to, you have to evaluate whether she's bring home to meet mama type or bring home to meet daddy type. She brought up. Oh, she brought boy. up having kids on a first date. Yeah, no oh, way. All right. So, Blaine, what do you, what do you think? Last you, call. Yeah, you, you know this beer is just so in your face, like with this this <laughs> label totally in your face with, with the wolves on the guy's shoulders. You know, it's just it's just coming at you. You know, I, I I'm. I'm not a fan. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with a two. Two. Okay. Two. So Blaine, I I think I know and, where you're. And I want to say I'm not. Again, I'm not an IPA fan, but I think that makes me extra picky 
when it comes to IPAs. Because I, I like Hoppin' Nomad. And it's, but it is cheap. But yes, Hopping Nomad was great. No, no, the, no, Hopping Nomad, Nomad was great. Yeah, but Hopping Nomad was lightly hopped. It was, yeah. So this to me session. screams um, an era in between 2010 and 2015 when everybody was doing steampunk. That's mm. what this reminds me. This label is like the steampunk wannabe cool. It was cool for eight months, maybe if you were of that crowd. And they tried to bottle it up, and they did. And I'm going to pass on that. It's not very good, and I'm going to give this my lowest score I've ever given. A .75? No, no. The lowest that I've ever given, because I don't think I've ever gone below a two and a half, I'm going to go 1.75. It's not a good beer. It's not a good IPA. It's not a good really anything. And I think the bottle is trying to be something it isn't. And, uh, the, the label artwork's gorgeous. Oversells it. Oh, the bottles. No, I don't yeah. think I like the bottle. Oh, I love it. It's it's kind of weird. It's kind of creepy. Well, yeah, it. the the stuff that's written on it is. You wonder if they're trying to poison you. I think. Well, and it tastes like it may be poison. I don't know. I'm I'm just gonna put it there and I'm gonna pass. But hey, you don't know, let it affect the mood here. Look. We're the, we are in the beginning of July. We've got a lot of beers to drink between now and the fall. And we have been looking, but we also need your help. This is a big deal here. We need you to go to us on Facebook. We need you to go to us on Instagram. You can email us, goodswillpodcast at gmail.com. You need to reach out to us because we also want to try those regional beers. And we've got several more on tap, and including... We, at, we were able to look at everything and take it all in when you give us your feedback. Absolutely. And, and I'm working on, on getting some Lone Star here. Um, I think I might be able to track down some Schmitz. I might be able to find some Heidelberg. Ooh. Oh, that Heidelberg's a beast. And... I know you've been talking. I got some Rainier on the way. Got some Rainier. So we're going to have a whole bunch. We're not sure which one we'll do the next episode. We have to look in our our beer closet, refrigerators, and figure out which one we want to do because we really want to help you guys out. All right. This has been Good Swole Hunting. Uh, I think we kind of passed on the uh, wild range, but join us next week because you don't know what you might find at the beer aisle.